0: Coming up on Shoot It Now. And as I mentioned, it's a very ambitious film and it could have all come to a close on the salt flats because there was a storm that blew through. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, well, Anthony Hopkins was really fantastic. He wouldn't work to the scale of, you know, what the deals are for actors. He would work like the extra day or go a bit longer. And in fact, if he didn't, I would have thought the film probably would have stopped because he worked on a weekend or something so we're able to finish on a certain day. The next day, a massive storm came through that night and blew the set away totally and put 600 millimetres of water over the whole set. You know, so... That very well could have stopped the film in its tracks. Uh, So, yeah, Tony really saved the day there. And there was another bit where I was trying to work out how to get decent close-ups when Tony was on the bike. So I thought of maybe a low, low, low loader and then have, so you can move around it or something. And I drew up a few of these things. But another one was like uh, dragging a bike behind, you know, behind a tracking vehicle. So in the end, we we did that purely for him to get into from a walking thing and just a start. But these things get out of you know, get a bit exciting and everyone's tracking once again you're doing hundred miles an hour. Uh, you know, and Tony's in the bike and you're moving around, you've got three cameras or something going. So all those things, they look really good. So they've got like authenticity. I suggested to Roger that A good shot for after the stunt may well be lying the bike on its side with Tony in it, Anthony Hopkins, in it, and put a a bit of pipe through the bike and then just run around at sunset because of late light and put a camera on on it looking at his face. Okay, we're going to roll. We did one. We ran around. Roger and I, like schoolboys, doing their first film, running around, pushing a bit of pipe, go around a couple of times. Tony screams out, da-da-da-da, then we cut. So we're sitting there, and Tony goes, "Cribs, Gribs. What <laughs> Does he want to go? Because he's a bit tight, and he's been rubbing his shoulder on the salt as he goes around. I'm, I'm thinking, oh, no, he wants to get out. There's a mob of people around, standing around, and he goes, "Cribs!" And I lean down, and he goes, what am I doing here? And I went, what? He said, I'm 69 years old what am I doing here? Like, he was taking in the whole scene, he was having a philosophical moment about what the hell he'd been running around, lying on his side, you know? And it wasn't anything to do with, like, he wanted to get out of the bike. And I was so relieved uh, that we did another take. And because the bike moved around a bit, the bonus was we saw the black line. Now, for some reason, it had worked its way. So when we rotate, we see the black line, which was down the middle of of the drive, which was fantastic.
0: Somebody that has worked with film as much as you have, because you've shot more on film than digital, that you've embraced the digital and you'd never go back to film.
1: Basically, I'd never go back. I mean, you know, I like by eye anyhow, so it hasn't affected me that way. Some people who couldn't light now can light because they can see, you know, what they're doing. There's no like, oh, how many more takes are we going to do? we running out of film. You know, it's a, it's now it's like, oh, you sh- you're shooting too much data. Which can be a bit of a problem, and you can show a director, this is how it's going to look. You know, sometimes this is is the best it's ever going to look when you look at those big monitors.